Hi everybody. Um, thank you so much for all the views and the positive messages you've been sending me. I know it's been a while since I recorded the last podcast, and as I recall, with the last podcast, um, you know, I was talking about how I was getting ready to start a new job, and I had a load of change happening. Well, so now. With me recording this, I've been into the new job. I have had a lot of change happen. And I tell you what, it has been absolutely for the best. Um, I've settled in real well. I absolutely love my new job. I love the people I work with. I love the work that I'm doing. I actually feel like I'm doing good stuff. And I know the world of insurance isn't exactly, you know mesmerizing and thrilling and I'm not like a doctor saving lives but it feels good to me and I think that's the main thing if it feels good to you and you could go home switch off and think yeah okay I'm proud of myself and that's good I think whether you're cleaning toilets which I've done you know I've done a lot of random and different jobs from you know being 17 and looking after people's kids on shape CDC base CDC means child development center it's not the um isn't it the CDC where disease control center of disease control or something like that no uh it meant uh center for um child development center and you know I've worked uh, in a kebab shop very very briefly that was a needs must type job when I first moved to England. Um, and I continued to work with kids. Off and on, I also worked in a bakery at, at Tesco's. Um, I did a brief stint as being a cleaner at a hotel. That was hard. Uh, that was when I was pregnant with William. And I just needed to, to get some cash for the family. Uh, and then working as a foreign exchange uh, advisor for Travelex. And then going on to being a team leader at Autonet. Well, I was an agent first and then uh, got promoted to team leader, which I was very, very proud of. And, you know, everything I do, I try my best. And with this podcast, I wanted to talk about identity, not just, you know, what you identify as. I want to talk about who you are, reinvention having new identities. Um, I'm very, very blessed that in this new job, I feel like I've reinvented myself and gone with a clean slate. And I feel like it it, it was a bit like how I used to feel when we would move to different bases. Each posting, I knew that I would leave whatever trouble I had at the school or trouble with friends behind because I was going to go to a whole new place where nobody knew me and I'd start fresh. And looking back at it, I actually think it's slightly addictive because you know that you won't have the sins of your past following you around. You go in a clean slate and people won't judge you for your past. You're, you're fresh. And, and it's a good and bad thing. Um, the good thing is, like I said, you're going as a clean slate, 
No one knows your past. You can literally be a, a tap dancer who was really great at it, which, you know, you probably only went to a couple lessons, but no one knows the past. You know, you're reinventing yourself. You're creating a new identity. But it's also bad because you're not, you know, establishing roots. Um, you know, I, I was born in Germany, lived here, there, and everywhere. But I recognize Arkansas as my home because that's where my family live. But I've only lived in Arkansas probably a grand total of two months of my life. And and I'm, you know, approaching 35. And that's a little bit sad. Like, I get jealous of people who have grown up in one place, who have their parents right around the corner, who have friends that have known them since they were in kindergarten or nursery, as they call it over here in England. I get jealous of that because they have the roots and they have a network and good or bad, it's there. It's 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 tight. And you know, I had to face that when we would go to different postings and if we weren't gonna live on base and I had to go to an off base school, I had to try to penetrate these really tough networks of of girls and boys who had known each other for so long and I was the new kid who had really goofy teeth and who didn't quite fit in because I had such a you know different background to the other kids in the local schools and, and they didn't know how to handle me and you know kids kids can be really vicious um let's just put it out there kids can be absolute assholes <laughs> And and I can say this, I am a parent, uh, my kids aren't perfect, I love them dearly, I would die for them, but, you know, kids, they, they, they can be quite brutal and mean, uh, and really, if you think about it, it doesn't change when you're an adult, adults can be assholes, <laughs> it's just sometimes they learn how to keep it to themselves more than kids, but, you know, growing up and being different, it's not like how it is nowadays where... Everyone is celebrating this, that, and the other. There's a title for everything. You can identify as a broccoli if you want to. You're celebrated for coming in last. wasn't like that. You know, there was no... If you didn't come in first, you lost. There was no celebrating everything. It was hard facts. And if you were different, it wasn't celebrated. You needed to kind of mold in. And, you know, I, I was a tomboy. Because I was an only child. Uh, both my parents were in the military. My mom came out when she um, had me. Or just after she had me. Uh, and they were both stationed in Germany. And, and my dad was, you know, a real accomplished soldier. Um, and he he was he was firm but fair. But growing up, it was tough. And I was just trying to find my place at home. I was trying to find my place you know, in the different surroundings. But I developed a survival tool that comes in handy now that has helped me massively as an adult. My survival tool was learning to adapt to my surroundings. So what I do is, when I go to a new location, I would try to get a feel of what was the common theme like. Did everyone play sports? Did everyone like... um, 
you know, comic books or something like that. I would try to take glimpses of what people like and I would research it and I would try to adapt into their setting so I could fit in better. And and I wasn't, you know, trying to put on a mask and be a different person. I was just trying to survive and I was trying to adapt it to different surroundings. And I realized that I was starting to pick it up. I was starting to do good and as the older I got, the better it got and the more I adapted and and the best ever posting was Virginia um, when my father was working at the Pentagon and yes we we were stationed at the Pentagon during 9-11 my father was working in the Pentagon it did affect us and it was something that massively affected my father um, as he was in the army section which is the section that the plane hit and it shaped my life it I knew that the childhood kind of stopped at that point, and now was the time to grow up to a certain extent. I mean, still, I still need to grow up in certain areas, but I realized that not everyone loved Americans. The world was actually a crazy place, and it was an unsafe place, and I wasn't even safe on my own soil. Now, there was such things as domestic terrorism. Obviously, there was the incident in Oklahoma City where, um, you know, an American citizen blew up uh, a building uh, and killed many American civilians. uh, And that's a result of domestic terrorism. And, you know, there are many, many other acts of domestic terrorism, um, such as taking a gun to school, uh, which is something that I had to deal with. I I wasn't involved in a school shooting, but we did have police in school. We had metal detectors. It was you know, a part of, you know, going to school in America, uh, post-Columbine, because Columbine was what shaped a lot of things. But um, it was a point where I realized certain aspects of my identity needed to change, because I realized that if the next posting was probably going to be abroad, uh, overseas. And then I suddenly realized, I actually need to, this This is actual survival, where you do have to adapt who you are to, to fit in your surroundings, especially if you're not in your own country. And, you know, the reason why I loved Virginia so much, uh, even after 9-11, was I did something that I kind of always wanted to do when we were stationed in New York lacrosse, and I loved it. I loved it so much. I got on the lacrosse team. My dad got me a customized stick. I don't know. I probably already talked about it in past uh, podcasts, but I just, I loved it. I felt like I finally found my calling. I fit in. I was making loads of friends in school. It was the first time I had a boyfriend. His name was Octavian. I was convinced that we were going to somehow get married and just live the dream. And then, I think it was in the middle of lacrosse season, that's when the posting came in that we were moving to Belgium. And at first I was like, where's Belgium? (laughs) I wasn't really great at geography, especially European geography. Uh, We mainly focused on American geography, shocker, in school. But um, when I realized where it was, 
and then I realized Brussels was there, and I had a I had a little bit of a crush when I was younger on Jean Claude Van Damme, the muscles from Brussels, and I was like, okay, you know, maybe I could get on board with this, and I tell you what, the posting to Belgium was just mind blowing. The moment I got off the plane and I saw rows and rows of brand new Mercedes Benz taxis at the Brussels airport, I thought, my goodness, this is fancy. Um, I had never seen anything like that. But I also was at a loss. I was like, what identity am I going to bring to the table here? What? what <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Um, the last time we were stationed abroad, it was... Panama, and we stayed on base mainly, um, and, you know, it was filled with a lot of Americans. I was going to an international surrounding, and I was going to go to an international school, and I just thought, oh man, this is going to be interesting, and I tell you what, it was amazing. Um, with our first apartment, there was a soccer field out back, and I knew that there was no lacrosse team. I knew I had to get my head around the fact that the, the next best sport I'd have to learn is soccer or football, as they call it over here. Um, and I thought, okay, well, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get on board with this. I'm going to learn how to do it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit something slightly embarrassing. I always wanted to be a forward or a striker, but there was this really cute boy who lived in the apartment same apartment block as us and he was from the Czech Republic and he was the boy's goalie and he was just so gorgeous I just I, I the first time I saw him I was just like oh my days and and how I saw him was me and my mom were playing soccer on that field and well we were just kicking back and forth and he came to the field and he introduced himself. My mom walked back into the apartment and he introduced himself. And I just was like, I was stuttering. I couldn't speak properly because I'd never seen a boy this gorgeous before. And I felt kind of bad because, like, obviously I left behind Octavian, the boy I was convinced I was going to marry. But I was, like, stuttering as we were talking. And he said, uh, would you consider being goalie? We can, you know, practice together. And then I just was like, yes, yes, I'll be a goalie. <laughs> and I didn't really want to be a goalie before them, but I, I was like, I have to spend more time with them. I kind of became boy crazy suddenly. And then I noticed the Italian boys, they were gorgeous too. And I just thought, oh my goodness, I'm in heaven Everyone is so gorgeous here, and everyone is so nice, and everyone's just like me. And I finally felt like I belonged, and I didn't need to make a new identity. I could just be my natural military brat self. And because everyone else was in the same situation, and we would all play soccer together we would go to the pizza bowl because that was like the local well that was like the only hangout place on base because shape military base is very very small and you have the pizza bowl which had a bowling alley and a pizza place and a little bar then there was the IC club 
um, which had a bar and a little restaurant, but it was it was like fancier looking. Well, fancy sorta. Um, there was the officers' mess, which it was an international officers' mess, if I remember. And I was allowed to go in because my dad was an officer. Um, there was also the green gym and the main gym. The green gym was where all the bodybuilders went, but that was the gym closer to my house. So I'd go there. I I pretty much went there every single day because there's not really much else to do when you're a teenager. Just shy of being the legal age. And you can't really go off base. My dad, my dad didn't want me really to go off base, especially on my own. Um, and it was just, it was so lovely. And, and yeah, that, I remember the feeling of, you know what, Europe is kind of my home. And I guess maybe that's partly the reason why I've never gone back to America. Because once I moved to Belgium, obviously, I stayed, well, I'm in England, who's, we're no longer a part of the EU. Um, but, you know, I'm still overseas. I'm not in America. And, you know, now that I'm in this new setting, in this new job, I've had time to reflect on past identities and what I want to be going forward. And I used to think, I need to have this, this, and this. I need to tick off this. I, I literally have ants in my pants. I can't sit still. I'm constantly wanting the next thing. It's like I have ADHD. Maybe I do, and it's undiagnosed. Who knows? But all I know is one thing right now is I'm starting to feel like I have an identity that is going to carry with me now for years to come. And I'm happy with that. And for once, you know, especially since the pandemic and, and dealing with bridge incidents where... You know, one died and one survived. I finally feel like I could stand up, look at myself, and think, you know what, I'm not perfect. I have a lot that I need working on. But I'm miles better than the person that went into everything in the first place. And that's the identity that I'm happy with. So if you think about it, do you have identities? What do you view identity.